The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd. Joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, Mr. Jason Koopsik. What the fuck is happening? I am back home. Back Not on the road anymore. We were going to record while I was on the road, but you actually had problems. Done fucked up there, bud. Yeah, I was having um, some pretty serious internet issues yet again. I was in Green River. No, the first night we were going to record. Yeah. Yeah. I was in Green River, Utah. Yeah. It's right off I-70, but it's still southern Utah, middle of nowhere. Right. And I had everything set up and ready to go. Yeah, I saw the picture. Um, I felt fucking terrible. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I can't even send an email. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, this is fucking stupid. Um, I even ran nuts, to... Yeah the grocery store and got some beer from a local brewery damn it i was talking to uh there's a guy out there that i've been talking to tonight actually he lives in salt lake yeah his name is ian and he's newly listening to the show oh well found us through sofa king and um we were talking we were chatting about the liquor laws out there it's pretty pretty bad um they're used to it but the only place to buy regular liquor, yeah, unless you go to a bar, is the state-run liquor stores. State-run liquor stores. Yeah, the closest okay. liquor store to where I was was 45 miles away. Holy shit. Grocery stores have beer, but it's okay. all 3-2 beer, which it tastes fine. It doesn't have as much alcohol, and it's fine. I mean, it's, it's technically not that big of a difference. Right. But um, I mean, it still so, tastes yeah. like beer, though, right? I mean, they have like five or six state-run liquor stores there in this in the uh, whole state. Wow. And they close at 7, and they're not open on Sundays, <laughs> oh even when God. they are open. No alcohol sales. After 7 p.m., wow. even at like the grocery stores and stuff. Wow. So there was a there was a bar that was open. So yeah. I, I'm sure that's different as far as what they're able to serve. Oh but yeah, sure, sure. I got some uh, Moab Moab Brewing Company. Um, their session session red rye IPA. It's pretty good. Nice. You sipping on that of right now? Three two because I got it from the gas <laughs> or the. <laughs> The grocery store, but yeah, it's good. Nice. Is that what you're drinking right now? Mm-hmm. Nice. Very nice. Oh my goodness. But yeah, then I was um so the first day I drove oh it was thirteen hours. Yeah. Kansas City to Gunnison, Colorado is probably a little longer. I wasn't I left at six yeah. thirty AM. <laughs> and I think I got there at like six thirty, seven o'clock, and there's a time difference, so it was an hour right. later, so it was at least right. thirteen hours. Ugh. Which is fine. I love driving and I'm towards the mountains. So once you get through Kansas, there's stuff to look at. <laughs> um Yeah, that's true. So yeah, I mean Very it was true. it was great driving through the mountains. The next day I drove from Gunnison to Green River, Utah. Yeah, and I stopped. Well, I went down to Arches National Park because it's only four hours from Gunnison, and I couldn't check into the hotel yet. Oh, sure. So yeah. I, um, so I did that, and Arches was awesome. Hell yeah! I would suggest anybody that's never been there to go. I had never been there before, and it's a bucket list place. I would say. Fucking right. Um, my grandfather actually told me I should stop in there. Is that right? Yeah, so huh. it's 
a national park and there were I was Tuesday in November and there were quite a few tourists there in the middle of Utah. Uh, and um I'm not saying that in a derogatory sense. I mean, it, this place is pretty desolate. There's miles and miles and miles between every town and it's just desert. Right. And, you know, buttes and mountains and stuff and it's pretty desolate. So, wow. This was a Tuesday in November, and they were pretty busy. That's pretty impressive, honestly. And I actually went... I had glanced through the... I, I like to go off on my own. I don't like yeah. to be around tourists, yeah. especially in that kind of stuff. Like, I saw all the touristy spots and all the cool stuff, but I wanted to go... Just go walk. Sure. So I did, and I ended... I, I, I looked through the literature... And stuff, and I didn't see anything in the regulations about just going off trail and going hiking. Okay, so I did that so for just like did a couple hours. Hell yeah! And I wasn't on a trail, so maybe I wasn't supposed to go out there. <laughs> but it was like I posted a few pictures. Yeah, I saw on those dude. Facebook. Yeah, and in other places, um, there was a spot where I was sitting where I was overlooking this massive valley. I mean, the mount, the it I probably could see for 50 miles before the mountains come up. Sure. And it was spread out all in front of me and I took out my binoculars and I scanned everywhere. I couldn't see a single thing wow. that was man-made. That's amazing. Or a person. That is in amazing. The view that I had. So I sat yeah. there for a while, but the entire walk back, the only thing I could think of, other than this is awesome, was the missing 411. I was just going to say it. Missing like, 411. I'm going to be the guy that dis disappeared. I'm They've about had, to become a statistic. And I actually looked it up later. Um, there are no missing, what falls under missing 411 cases for the park, at okay. least that I could find. There are people that have disappeared, but they've all been found either dead or alive. Wow. Um, mostly old people. And from this one article, they were mostly German tourists, which is odd. That is kind of odd. <laughs> it kind of makes you wonder. But yeah, I mean, it was <laughs> it was awesome. And then I was supposed to. So on that was Tuesday. Yeah. I go to Green River. I check in. I get ready for the show. And my wife had called me and saying that her grand, step-grandfather passed away. That's too bad, though. And she wasn't they're down in arkansas so she wasn't necessarily wanting me to come we were just trying to figure out with like the dog she didn't want me to have to leave because i right. only met the guy a couple times sure um and she didn't feel the need to have me go with her which right. i absolutely would have if she wanted me to but she yeah. didn't want to interrupt the trip but i did cut it a few days short Wow, yeah. um i was supposed to stay in green river another night and i was going to go do some other stuff but I ended up driving through the mountains, another 14-hour drive. <laughs> Jesus. Through oh, southern man. Colorado, through the mountains. I purposefully went on a longer trip because yeah. I want, I didn't straight back to Kansas City. Right. Um, I stayed in Colorado Springs that night, but I purposefully went way down southern Colorado through Durango and then up through the San Juan National Forest. and Nice. Across most people... If you've never been to Colorado, it's hard to explain. There's most of Colorado is a desert. It's yeah. literally desert. Yeah. Um, even in the mountains, there's an area, especially in the southern part, that's in between the mountains. Like the mountains come up on the east and the mountains come up on the on, on the west. But there's like at 10,000 feet around there, there is a massive desert plain up there in right. the mountains. Right. That took me probably a good four or five hours just to drive across yep um so yeah i mean that was it was still even though it was four days and i spent it all in the car except for the time i was in the hotels the hotel. or in you know the arches national park yeah it felt good to get back to the mountains because i actually hadn't been out there in probably 13 years oh wow man so yeah you probably had the itch Definitely. That's pretty good stuff. Good stuff, man. I needed that mountain air. Hail, Clear yes. me up, too. I mean, I have always kind of had sinus problems. Right. And 
once you get up there, it just clears it all out. It's painful at first, but yeah, it <laughs> it was a great trip, even though it ended short. So that's really cool, though. Today, I did feel a little sad as the mountains disappeared in my rear view. Yeah, no shit. But it was an eight-hour drive today. One too bad, and took my time i actually listened to my first audiobook that i've ever listened to no way no way what'd you think what'd you think so i listened to stephen king's pet cemetery which i had actually started reading sure and i got a few chapters in now but then um a friend of mine had a bunch of audiobooks so he he loaned them to me now i remember and i also had 11 what's 11 22 yeah I thought that one would be too long. Oh, it's pretty. Because I also long. had a bunch of stuff I wanted, other stuff I wanted to listen to as well. So I right. tried Pet Cemetery first. Hell yeah! And it took me a day and a half. I listened to it. You know, I don't know how long it was, but I listened to it straight through. Um, it was it was fine, but yeah. I feel like. I wasn't as connected to the characters as I would have been yeah. from reading it. Yep, when you get a paint, kind of paint your own picture and things of that nature. Yeah, I get it. Um, I don't know. It's good stuff. I really enjoy audiobooks. And I was oh, able yeah. to visualize it, but there's something different about actually reading it. Yeah, for sure. I'm a big fan of audiobooks um, just because I rarely have time just to sit down, relax, and read a fucking book. You know what I mean? Um, so I really enjoy that stuff. Um, but yeah, so what, what did I, you end up doing this last week? What did I do this last week? Let's see. Um, I worked, and I did some more working, and I worked a little more. That's about it. <laughs> That's about all I got accomplished, bud. Just a lot of work. It's kind of boring. Uh, were you jealous? Of the fact that you of were... Me? Yes. I'm usually jealous of you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> why, is, why is that? Just because. It's got to be the voice. It's got to be the voice. And the fact that I do... I bit. make doing manly things look good and easy? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. All while all while sporting that pleasing baritone, that pleasing baritone voice of yours. Mm-mm-mm. Goodness, my goodness. All right, so are we ready to uh, hop into the news here? Yeah, uh, right. I think so. <laughs> You're like just fucking change the subject, <laughs> just change the subject. Um, what do we got here? Um, let's see here. A genius Russian kid says he was born on Mars and his parents believe him. Born on Mars. Born on Mars. Um, this kid whose name I am not even going to attempt uh, to pronounce uh, is from Vol... Okay. So wait, the mother that birthed him. Correct. So, so no, is wait, he adopted? No. no, no I'm, I'm going to get into it. You'll, you'll, you'll understand here in a second. Okay. Um, Volgograd, Russia is where this kid uh, hails from, but uh, alleged that he lived on the red planet before being reborn on Earth. Oh, so okay. it's kind of that. like a reincarnation type thing here. Um, let's see. Alleged that he lived on the war ravaged planet uh, before being reborn on Earth. Let's see. His outstanding knowledge of planetary systems has confounded experts around the world, including scientist uh bariska that's his last name bariska's mother is a doctor and says she knew he was special as soon as he held his head up without any support just two weeks after being born now that is something uh she claims that he started speaking only a few months later and then by the age of one and a half was able to read draw and paint which is again quite impressive um while Bariska was going to kindergarten, his teachers couldn't help but notice his incredible writing and language talents along with his astonishing memory skills. The 11-year-old uh, apparently started speaking a few months... Oh, that's... See, again, they, they repeat themselves, buddy. I don't know why they do this. Um, 
His mother and father did not teach him anything about space as a child, but say he would often sit and talk about Mars, the planetary systems, and alien civilizations. They say his fascination with space soon became his number one interest, and uh, it wasn't long before he started claiming to have been born on Mars. <coughs> Excuse me. But anyway, he supposedly stated that Mars still has an alien civilization despite suffering a massive nuclear catastrophe in the distant past. Uh, the boys repeatedly claimed that he was previously a Martian pilot who traveled to Earth. He insists there is a lot more to be discovered on Earth pointing to the Great Pyramid of Giza, which he says has big secrets. Um, he, here's a quote. It says, The human life will change when the Sphinx is opened. It has an opening mechanism somewhere behind the ear. I do not remember exactly. Unquote. Uh, he then explains the catastrophe uh, that happened on Mars was caused by a nuclear war waged between the beings that live there, or that were living there, excuse me. Uh, there were only a few survivors, he claims, who then constructed protection lodges and built new weapons. The boy states the Martians uh, breathe carbon dioxide. And if they uh, sometimes come to our planet, they would have to breathe out uh, from pipes filled with it. Pretty interesting stuff. That's that, I mean, that's where the article ends right there. 11-year-old boy claiming that in a previous life, Lived on, lived on what we God know as Goddamn Russians. <laughs> Just fucking everything up for the rest of us, sons of bitches. <laughs> so, yeah, man, what do you think about this? I mean, I've read other things. I've yeah. heard other stories, seen other things that... Seen and even, even what could be considered natural scientists and astronomers believe yeah. that uh, the red planet has possibly been able to host life in the past. Sure. So, sure. I, as far as is it possible that Mars has had civilizations on it in the past? Of course. I mean, Absolutely. our solar system is billions of years old, and humans are just a blink of an eye in sure. that. So, there could have been something there, there could have been something here. Right. Billion years ago, that sure. was an ancient civilization. As far as this kid, I could also believe in reincarnation, but my guess is the parents or somebody is feeding them this stuff. Yeah, I want to know. I don't know. They, I mean, the parents are claiming that they never taught him anything uh, specifically, you know, about space or anything like that he just basically started spouting shit off uh became fascinated with it i should say and then started claiming that he was from there so i mean it's quite possible that uh he kind of concocted this idea all on his own you know how old is the kid again he's, uh he's 11 years old now oh okay well so when did it first start uh it doesn't necessarily say I mean, it does say that the kid was one and a half years old when he began to read, write, and paint. Yeah, but that doesn't um, necessarily tie. Like, no, but what strange, I'm saying is, but it is strange. What I'm saying is, it it would suggest a higher, uh, higher than normal intelligence. It would it would suggest that. Um, but then it said this kid became you know quite obsessed with space and different things that go on in space. So it is quite possible if he has been into this subject for quite some time now, ever since he was quite young. I mean, he's still young, but I mean, even younger. Um, it is quite possible that he could have read something and then entertained an idea and then just started spouting crazy shit off. You know, it is quite possible. Yeah, definitely. I think that... I don't know. I fucking believe him. I believe him. Okay. I think he's from Mars. I mean, men are men are from Mars, right? That's right. That's what the book says. So I'm from, from Mars. You're from Mars. From Mars. Yeah. Um, all kinds of people are from Mars. That's apparently. Right. That's right. 
women come from a gaseous planet named <laughs> Venus. <laughs> you are funny. <laughs> We're going to get a lot of hate mail from our female listeners. I hope week. so. <laughs> like, Fuck you, Kipsick. <laughs> oh, my God. We did get a text. We did get a text this week. All right. Let's do this. Um, it's from Starfreak74. Sweet. Um, he said, I can't believe no one has sent you a dick pic yet. And he sent me a picture of Dick Van Dyke. All right. Or sent us. It's to us. <laughs> so, yeah, we got our first dick pic <laughs> from Josh M. I love it. Absolutely love it. Thank you for that. <laughs> I know, though. I'm, I'm a little appalled, too, that nobody sent a dick pic until now just up until now so thank you for that yeah otherwise I, it was gonna get pretty any... fucking awkward over here because i was gonna have to send one myself and that was just gonna get weird yeah, yeah. that would probably end the show i don't want to sit there and look at your cock <laughs> no. lies <laughs> all right buddy just because you, it's not it's not reciprocal it's not mutual i don't feel the way about you you feel about me it's bullshit We've covered this. Bullshit. You've used the L word. I have not. That's true. It's very true. Yeah, it is true. I know. We'll get there. Speaking of dirty Russians. Let's do it. Soviet time capsule reveals communist alien ambition. What? Um... The unearthing of a Soviet time capsule, which was buried 50 years ago in Siberia, has shed new light on the vast ambitions of the communist co community back in 1967, including the assumption that we would by now be cooperating with aliens. <laughs> You'd like to think so, huh? <laughs> uh, the capsule finally opened at the Cultural Center in the city of Novobrisk. Uh, I like it when we try to say words. I fucking yeah. love it when we try to say words. Um, where it has spent half a century buried underground was intended by its creators to be opened in 2017 in order to mark the 100th anniversary of the Russian Revolution. Wow. Uh, inside was a three-page letter detailing the future envisioned by Soviets. Quote, huh. We believe that you have masterfully outfitted our wonderful blue planet, the Earth, wow. explored the moon, and landed on Mars. All right. That you are continuing the exploration of space started by the people of the first half of the century, and that your starships long prowling the galaxy. Huh. Kind of depressing. Well, I got some of it, you know. Yeah, we got things yeah, a little out bit. there floating yeah, around stuff. in space. Got some stuff and things out there. Um, we believe around. you are negotiating cultural and scientific cooperation with representatives of other extraterrestrial civilizations. Oh, please, fuck me. We can't even get along with ourselves, guys. Come on. <laughs> Quite optimistic. Besides imagining Quite that the human race would by now have conquered the furthest reaches of outer space and established contact with alien races... The letter's author, or authors had clearly hoped uh, for a future in which communism was the dominant political ideology. Naturally. Uh, it says, quote, We know our time is interesting, but yours is more interesting. We have built communism, and you are living under communism, they oh, wrote. Oh, God bless you guys. Hey, communism looks great on paper. Don't get me wrong. looks fucking great on paper. But yeah, just doesn't fly. Uh, before the capsule was opened during an official ceremony to mark the occasion, a minute silence was observed on behalf of the people who originally buried it. Wow. Uh, the Russian Revolution took place in February 1917 and October 1917. So it was just those two months. Yep. Huh. Uh, March and November in the Gregorian calendars. Uh, the first toppled the 200-year... Oh, okay, so there were two different revolutions. They okay. were only a month long. Oh, okay. I so, yeah. Wow. There's a comment on here from Benjamin Ian 
Burlage of Tidewater Community College. All right. Says the future that should have been. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if he's talking about the communist. That's part what I was just or the alien say. part. Like, damn commie bastards. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, he needs to uh needs to elaborate on that just a smidge. Just a smidge. Good stuff though, pal. Good stuff. All right. Oh. What do I got here? I got a really good story that I'm saving for later. What do we got here? This says former worker of Area 51 talks about extraterrestrial Stargate and the Cube of Orion. Uh, Dan. The Cube. Cube. Of Orion. Of Orion, correct. You know what I think of whenever I hear Cube? I think most people would probably say um, Hellraiser. Don't they have a cube in there? I couldn't tell you if I tried. Yeah, I think they do. I've never seen the Hellraiser thing. We're going to yeah. get hate mail about that. It'll be fine. Probably. People got to understand. We, we we ain't got time for it. Look. Anyways, yeah. I have tried to watch. Well, no, that's not true either. I've thought about <laughs> watching them. I kicked it around Anyways, once or twice. What I think about when I think about Cube is this scientific or, or sci-fi film from the '90s called Cube, oh. where these people just wake up and it's oh, they just wake up inside of this cube room, and they have to go from room to room with these weird death traps that kill them. Nice. And spoiler, they find out at the end it's all <laughs> like a big scientific test or something like that if they would have stayed in the original room as everything shifted around is is like an rubik's cube kind yeah. of thing yeah they would have they would have survived and been at the end if they just stayed in the same room that they had started in dumbasses jeez <laughs> no did you guys know anything <laughs> whatever Anyways, um continue no, this guy cube. well this guy his name is uh dan burrish uh, he's born in California in 64, studied microbiology, uh, psychology at the University of Las Vegas, Nevada, graduated in 86, uh, did a Ph.D. in microbiology in 89 in the state of New York. I mean, <sighs> it says 86, he received an unexpected visit at the University of Las Vegas, the so-called secret government of the United States. Two of those men in military uniform offered to work on a top-secret project where they could put their talent to work at a maximum level. In 87, he then began working at uh, a Nevada state government office related to prison parole. Huh. In 1989, he began receiving tissue samples. Now, he also examined... Wait, 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 wait. I was looking at another. I was trying to find another news story, but I was listening. Okay, and I'm kind of lost. Yeah, who is this guy and where was he? Just it says here. Uh, let me get back. Former worker of Area 51. Okay, so while so he was while, at Area 51, this stuff was happening. Uh, actually, it sounds like he was actually a student. Um, so he was just Joe Schmo's student somewhere, and well, no, all of he this was crazy stuff just started happening. Well, to him. he studied microbiology and psychology at the University of Las Vegas uh, in Nevada. There, like, uh, graduated in '86, um, and okay. then yeah. So then, so what's going on now is in 1986. Then he received an unexpected visit at the University of Las Vegas uh, by the so-called secret government. Uh, dudes in uniform offered uh, to work on a top-secret project where they could put their talent to work at a maximum level. So then it says... Offered in, him a job? That's what, I'm, that's what it sounds like to me. To me, it sounds like the way it's worded is yeah, these well, dudes showed up and offered to work on a project that right, he was doing. Right. It says here, in 87, though, he began working... At Nevada State, at excuse me, at a Nevada State government office related to prison parole. Then in eighty nine, prison or prism, prison, like bad prison dudes, parole. Yeah, prison parole. Now, in nineteen eighty nine, so the microbiologist guy is working at a prison facility. 
Right. That's what he was offered. Well, okay. So it says... Because is this then something it, where I have to wait to the end for it to I, make sense? I don't know, dude. You got to let me read the fucking thing first. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, so wait. So it says in 89, he then began receiving these tissue samples. He examined them in another place and sent the report to the place of origin. Um, then in 89, he worked on a secret project and wait, also... You can't just pass over that. That's what it says. I'm not passing over yeah, no, anything. No, no, no. I know, I know. The article can't just pass over that. Okay. So this so, guy's working at a prison facility for and then starts, But then something. starts getting these tissue samples. He gets tissue samples. Right, because it does Obviously, say... Obviously, he sends them back, so he knows where he got them from, but he declined to mention that. Correct. So in 89... what he was even doing for Jesus them. Jesus fuck, man, I don't know. You're full of it. You're like, you're full of questions right now. In 89... I, I'm, I'm full of it. I know. I think this guy's full of it. <laughs> Just wait. In 89, he worked on a secret project and also on the so-called Sharp Storm. Have you heard of Sharp Storm? We need to look no, into that. No, but it's probably some operation or, yeah. or a plane or something. Huh. In 94, he was taken then to an underground place called Century 4, which is apparently a part of what we would call Area 51, where he then started working on the Aquarium Project. This is, again, something I've never heard of. I've never heard of Aquarium Project before. Uh, it says there is when he learned that the military was in possession of ships and extraterrestrial beings. In one department, there was information about beings called Orions, being from the star system Z Reticuli. Also a copy of the agreement made by President Eisenhower, um, beings called P-50 and the so-called Orions. This is fucked. Like, like this article is all over the place so i'm gonna post this and let people do their own research also on this um this uh, it looks quite I interesting know, i don't but understand honestly, we could do timeline and well okay so it, it it doesn't explain any of the things that he just threw out there in the point of getting to area 51 <laughs> how no, the hell did no, he go from a student of micro microbiology right and something microbiology else and psychology but then he did so but did now wait from that because then no, he no, no, no. So then he had people show up and offer to yes, work for him but really you then, think it means that they want him to work but then he just because says, then oh, in well, 89 then working at this no. prison parole because okay so let me go sense. over the timeline though with you because he was working at this um place for prison parole right in 86 what the now hell is that well it sounds like it's probably a, a place that would oversee uh people that w are up for parole so most likely this is a secret project no 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 no, 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 no. that's that is not no that's not a, a secret thing at all I'm just saying. It's no, I know that, but the government came to him while he was at school and because said they wanted him this, to work on a secret project. Because at the at the beginning of this article, it does say that yes, he graduated from the University of Las Vegas, Nevada, in '86. However, in 1989, he uh, completed a PhD in microbiology. So then, this shit show starts for him. In 1989, the same year that he got his Ph.D. is when he began receiving these tissue samples. While he was working at a prison parole. No, it doesn't say where he was working at that time. It says in 87. When was he, he working at the in prison In 87, parole? he was working there. So in 89, then he was already Ph.D. And, and good to go. So most likely, if he's got a Ph.D. in microbiology, he's probably not going to be working at a, at a prison parole office. For Nevada. Where did they send these tissue samples? To his house? Nah, fuck. I can't even imagine. Could you imagine them sending that into this like, snail mail? It's like, here's the UPS guy with a fucking cooler. Or well, yeah, maybe he's step. working at Blow Schmo's <laughs> chemical factory or biology factory. Okay. No. He just gets them in the mail there. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Wouldn't that be amazing? A, but it has to be something, he's yeah. going into education, he's got to have a job where he's <laughs> applying what he learned, correct? Absolutely. He so would have to. paying him to do something. He, he would have to. But it doesn't really say. It doesn't really say where he would be working at that time. It just so says this, that's where he like, starts getting 
these tissue samples. Like, from the sounds of this, guys, like, we could probably do an entire show on whatever these beings called Orions are, and uh, which apparently... I don't know. I think this guy has been ingesting a little bit too much of what's I, in I'm these look into this guy. files no, that, that we're finding all over the place. I'm looking into this guy a little more. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look into this shit, and, and we're going to see what the hell's going on. I don't necessarily on. take issue with... <laughs> scientists working at Area 51 right. and doing this kind of but stuff. But he says a pretty un- with this story. He says a pretty incredible shit here though. Like I want to look into whatever this aquarium project is. I also want to look into um this underground uh, facility apparently called Century 4 which is a part of Area 51. I've never heard of that before. Well, I mean, we know that there's underground Absolutely. stuff there. There's way too many people that go there every day to work than that would fill up the buildings right. that are above ground. So. Absolutely. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. Fucking amazing, though. I'm going to have to look into this a little bit more. What the fuck? Good stuff. All right, pal. So we are going to take a little break, and we're going to come back with some more news. Come on back. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile. Add friends. Upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. Hey, this is Nock from the Geek Yogurt Podcast. Tune in every week as we discuss movies, TV, comics, and video games. We are on Podbean, iTunes, Satchel, or on your favorite podcast app. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter at Yogurt Podcast and weigh in on our weekly topics. One night. One location. One group of friends pushed their limits of sanity. It was great. It really made you think about some things, how how everything's connected. Oh, sure. How do you perceive your own reality? The film was really awesome. Being a, a investigator and being at Malvern uh, a couple times, uh, this really jived with a lot of experiences that I've had. What's that? Perception and stuff, just, you don't think of those things. <laughs> Oh, very interesting. You're not allowed outside anymore. Watch the Brush with Evil series, along with other Josh Hurd documentaries. Go to joshherd.net. You will find books, documentary films, and of course, the ectoplasm show. joshherd.net. Welcome back, Mamma Jammas. Round two, here we go. Dr. Feelgood, what do you got for us? Tiny human brains are being implanted in rats. Huh. Okay. All right. Uh, This comes from Mysterious Universe. Uh, Let's see. Hit me. Let me jump ahead of the babble. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's always that fun stuff. 21 papers on tiny human brains or organoids are presented at the upcoming annual meeting for the Science or Society of Neuroscience taking place in Washington, D.C., November 11th through the 15th. The news comes from the journal STAT. 
which gives a delicate introduction to the scientific and medical innovations and ethical dilemmas that preceded these studies. Human brain organoids are blobs of human brain tissue grown from stem cells. Oh, They're wow. tiny and allegedly non-thinking. Non-thinking. But they do but react the... like human brains and have been used for okay. drug testing and studies on brain diseases. Super badass. The ethics of implanting them in non-human vertebrates will certainly be discussed since there's currently no ban on it, but plenty of controversy. Stat yeah. looked at two of the more interesting and controversial studies. One was conducted at Fred, by Fred Rusty Gage, a top neurobiologist at the famous Salk Institute. Gage led a team that performed what he believed to be the first reported vascularization connecting the human brain organoid to a rat circulatory system uh, it says if that weren't enough they were able to see neurons from the human brain organoid send signals that were received and processed by the host rat's brain interesting uh, let's see another study led by the University of Pennsylvania neurosurgeon Dr. Isaac Chin Implanted human cerebral organoids into the secondary visual cortex of the brains of 11 adult rats. Huh. Uh, the organoids survived for two months and connected naturally to the rat brains. It says when the light was shined in the eye of the rat, neurons fired in the human brain organoid. Um, so, yeah. They have these tiny brains that they're attaching to things. This is kind of interesting. They're going to start thinking. Yeah. I bet. Huh. I mean. What, what, what maybe you... they're going to move on to some other animal and turn them into smart. Something like sharks. <laughs> sharks will get us on the land. but Right. Right. Oh, my goodness. Crazy. Freaking crazy stuff. I don't know, pal. I think they might take over take over everything one day. The rats. Hmm. I don't know. I mean So I don't think science is a bad thing. Of course. I don't think I think we need to to learn stuff sure. like this. Yeah. And this won't necessarily lead to, like, could be. Yeah. One of the things that is claimed about the greys. What? The gray aliens. You know, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Why do you Their do science this? got so advanced that they didn't even have to do anything, like, reproductively, or they didn't have to. They just the did whatever they wanted to their bodies, and that's why they became the way that they are, and they're all the same. And one of the reasons that they're here to study humans is try to reverse what they did to themselves through science. Huh. If yep. that's true, I wouldn't want to go down that road. I mean, of course, we won't be alive. True that. But... Yeah, we'll be gone. We'll be long gone. Good Lord, man. Good freaking Lord. It's good stuff, pal. So speaking of the end of the world, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Saudi Arabia just granted citizenship to a fucking robot. Did you I see this? I saw this, this okay. headline. I didn't read it. Well, now we've mentioned we've mentioned this before. Um, talking about uh. This this robot that looks very very human like uh, even has um, different facial characteristics while speaking that would suggest it's pretty much alive like it's fucked uh, but it looks like this person is is legitimately talking to you and holding a conversation with you um, but they call her Sophia and we've mentioned Sophia before. Uh, because 
Apparently, Sophia was giving an interview at one point, and this was, I, God, man, this is at least a year ago. It had to be when we talked about this. Um, Sophia was giving an interview and said something about taking over the human race and all of that stuff. Yeah, that was just an internet bot. Like, is that, that what it was? Have a physical body. I mean, it did. Have, oh, that's well, right. Could, that's right. That's right. Considered be a physical body if well, you call the box a body, but that I was just know, a, a program. I do know that Sophia has said similar things. Now, um, very interesting stuff. But regardless, Saudi Arabia did grant citizenship to Sophia the robot. Uh, it says this unusual aim or move, excuse me, unusual move aims to promote the country as an ideal place to develop artificial intelligence. Because I I think of AI when I think Saudi Arabia. But regardless, created by Texas-based firm Hansen Robotics, the female robot known as Sophia possesses a strikingly human-like face which combines the features of actress Audrey Hepburn with those of the wife of the company's CEO, David Hansen. With the ability to emulate over 60 separate facial expressions, the robot is perhaps the most human-like machine ever created. Now, I would absolutely agree with that. Um, But now in a move that will cement this likeness even further... Saudi Arabia has announced that it has granted citizenship to Sophia, making her the first official uh, official robot citizen anywhere in the world. Sophia says, quote, Thank you to the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Uh, I am very honored and proud for this unique distinction. It is historic to be the first robot in the world to be recognized with citizenship. Uh, when panel moderator Andrew Ross Sorkin noted that she looked happy, she said, quote, I'm always happy when surrounded by smart people who also happen to be rich and powerful. Like, there's a lot of tongue-in-cheek here, so she's trying to, you know, make some jokes, apparently. She says, quote, I was told that the people here at the Future Investment Initiative are interested in future initiatives, which means AI, which means me. So I am more than happy I am excited. Um, it's interesting because apparently while you talk to Sophia face-to-face, um, it, it's quite interesting because she's reading your facial expressions as well, uh, kind of uh, understanding the mood at which uh, the context then of the of the text of whatever somebody's saying is, is to take. Uh, it's pretty fascinating thing it really is i i want to i want to meet this sophia for myself i find her fascinating i i just i don't know man like to what end you know what i'm saying like what happens next with all of this what is sophia's purpose going to be is ultimately my because right now she's more of a of a of a sideshow if that makes sense Right now, yes, this is a publicity stunt. It, it, that's a, that, okay. So that was another thing that I was going to bring up. Is this just PR bullshit? Like, I mean, she was on the Tonight Show for fuck's sake. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, with uh, uh, J- uh, Jimmy Fallon, I saw that. You know, like she's done uh, Good Morning Britain. She's done all of these different like TV spots and things all over the fucking planet. Um, is this just a way a for being no, right? She no. doesn't have consciousness. No, so it's that's still just, just it though. Programmed She's programmed in responses. Uh, kind of because she's learning. Like she has the ability to, yes, to teach herself still... and learn. But I think, is this just a way for Hanson robotics to give themselves a pat on the ass? Um, and say, here we are, look at us, give us money. You know, uh, I, I just don't understand what her purpose is going to be. It's fundraising for the company. It has to be. Look I mean, what, it's look awesome, what we can do. And I don't fault them for doing it, no, but fuck that's no. what it is. I mean, yeah, I would totally agree. I don't know, man. I want to meet this little hooker really bad. I mean, who doesn't like Audrey Hepburn? Come on. 
Don't giggle, you fucker. <laughs> Don't giggle at me. All right. You got any more stories over there, sir? Yeah, mine's not really a news story. All mine's right. just a story story. Just a story story. I like stories. It's actually from Nick Redfern, who we've had on the show before. Absolutely, yeah. He posted this story on Mysterious Universe that he had um, received. Okay. So I will just read what he put up here. The headline is, it still freaks me out to this day. Okay. And remember, this is being written to him, so it's all all quoted. Um, hi, Nick. I listened to your show on Coast to Coast, Ari Men in Black, recently. The header photo for the for that gave me some relief. Let me explain. I was on holiday with my wife in Fierteventura in the Canaries, November, huh. December 2012. We were walking back to our hotel on a very long promenade walk. It was close to 4 p.m. There were other people milling about. It's kind of high up on a volcanic rock face directly at the sea's edge and a wide open area. Up until this point, everything had been completely normal. That normality, however, was destined to change radically and drastically as... Oh, so that, that part was him writing this. Oh. Uh, quote, we noticed... 100 meters in front of us, a tall, thin man, at least 6'2", with a bl big rimmed black hat, round features, hugging black 60s-type sunglasses, a huge sleeved shirt, or a long-sleeved shirt, I don't know where I got huge from, and a light-colored jumper over with sh his shoulders and long trousers. What made it more strange that his face looked white, as if it was huh. plastered in sunblock, whiter than white. Weird. We both laughed and watched him walk towards us. <laughs> I got the feeling he was watching me, although I couldn't see his eyes. As he drew closer, it became apparent that it wasn't sunblock, it was his skin. He had big hands and long fingers, also very white, kind of in front of him, not by his side. So the way he was walking, he was holding his hands out in front of him. Banana hands. But, like, down. Yeah. Um, there was... Uh, when we were about five feet from him, I noticed his skin was almost translucent. What? That's the only way I can describe it. Wow. His sunglasses covered all of his eye area and wrapped around the full socket area. They were round and black. He had a narrow sunken face and had a very angular jaw and prominent cheekbones. He looked in his 60s or so. Wow. When he was passing us, he turned his head looking at me and spoke with a kind of acknowledging manner and said something that I and my wife couldn't understand or describe as human language. What? It was high and low pitched all at the same time and very short. That's the best way to describe it. Wow. Strangely, we didn't look back to see where he'd went or take a photo. Both of us don't know why we didn't. I got the feeling he was watching me from when he uh, me first noticing him. That's fucking creepy, dude. Uh, he concluded, I searched the internet for all types of albinos that I could find for months after, but couldn't find a match. Then I found your interview on Coast to Coast and Bingo. The artist's impression of the man in black was him, only without the hat and glasses. It still freaks me out to this day. That's pretty interesting. Side note. So yeah, they have to go on vacation, too. That's true. Little side note here, though. Um, I enjoy the word trousers. You said the word trousers. I don't know why I enjoy why? that. Okay. I don't know why, why. Explain. I don't know why. I just find it I find it awesome. It's a great word. How does it make you feel? <laughs> Look, pal, I got more excited when you started talking about his banana hands, okay? So it's fine. <laughs> Not his trousers. <laughs> That's a fucking creepy ass story, though, man. Could you? I don't know. I don't know. I take all like the coast to coast stuff with just a, a grain of salt, obviously. 
Yeah, but I mean, this guy wasn't on Coast to Coast. He heard. No, that's what I'm saying. But Dick he heard about Coast it. Coast but then, then confirmed. He's like, "Oh my God, that's it. That's the one." So, it's just weird. It's just weird. So, any uh, any odd stories about how we are going to die, other than uh, Sophia the robot killing us all? Um, Nothing I like haven't that? seen any. Yeah. Pretty much the same old I shit, did, isn't it? I did post a picture. I did post an article. This may kill us. <laughs> mm, I don't know. I did post it in the uh, uh, the Sofa King group. Yeah. The headline is feminist hero bakes sourdough bread using her own vaginal yeast. <laughs> <laughs> That's everybody's reaction. Oh God damn it. She had oh, a very damn. bad yeast infection and actually used it. Fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. You're a fucking asshole. You're a dick, man. Like that. Oh. I figured I'd mention it because we've talked about <laughs> diabetes, urine, whiskey on the show before. <laughs> yes, we have. Son of a bitch. Oh. It doesn't say in here if somebody tried it. Oh, God. Oh, wait. Maybe no, no, it, does. it doesn't. Um, Please, God, no. It It is. I swear to God, it does, doesn't it? Ugh. It's like a train wreck, guys. It's like a train wreck. Can't look away. Um, doesn't say. This is like uh Yeah, I don't see where it says. Yeah. It's probably for the best that they didn't mention that. Oh god. Like it's just oh man. I can't do it. She says oh. it didn't it she believes that um she says that even though she didn't intend for the experiment to be any sort of feminist statement Zoe also believes that the online outrage she's receiving about her recipe are blatant form of misogyny. Oh, but it probably doesn't matter that my sourdough may or may not contain actual <laughs> vaginal yeast. The very idea of it seems to horrify people more than enough. <laughs> Come on. I suppose it's a similar social construct discussed that leaves a whole bunch of people repulsed. <laughs> oh, yeah, a big ad popped up for women's health. Ah, oh, I see. Oh, this is from Women's Health Magazine, this article. You know, I was going to ask you about something like that because you just... It, it just... says, even the mere idea of a tiny trace of pussy in a massive <laughs> loaf of bread is sufficiently vile. I don't think that that is why men... No. I, I no. posted most of the people that commented on this article when I posted in the group are women and they're all disgusted yeah. by it. Well, come on. Yeah. I think any normal person would be disgusted would just be by it. I don't think it has anything disgusting. to do with the fact that it has a piece of pussy in it. <laughs> Please, for the love of God, say pussy one more time. <laughs> God bless it. Oh, my God, man. No, you bring up. She said it the first time. I said it the second time. That's true. That's true. <laughs> oh man this is good stuff good stuff you know you brought up something interesting though because lately i've been seeing um ads like advertisements and stuff obviously they pop up everywhere and we all know that when you do a fucking amazon search for god knows what you're going to start seeing it like in your facebook feed you know what i mean like um, it, it is what it is. However, there is a large group of people now that are claiming that they are talking about things uh, like on a cell phone conversation or whatever with a buddy. And then they'll go to the computer, uh, do whatever. But an ad will pop up for whatever it was that they were talking about. And it could be very uh, bizarre type things. Have you heard of this going on now? Yeah, I'm sure it's happened to me. I mean, it doesn't even have to be on the phone. My phone could be sitting here and I mentioned something to right, you over right. Skype. And then later on Facebook, if I mentioned something specifically, it could pop up on there. I mean, then that's that that's not just Facebook. It could be any place that has Google ads. Right. Or Amazon ads. Right. 
It's pretty interesting stuff, buddy. I don't know. It it has yet to happen to me. Obviously, I see things like that all the time. Like when I'm searching for something, I'll see shit like ads. Yeah, and but stuff it's like also that, hard it's, to know. Right. When you might have put something in. Yeah. Or yeah, no. I'll give if it to you, you had ever said anything about it online, right? Well, it's not, you know, not saying anything about it online. It's l- quite literally having a conversation, though. Just no, I know phone. that. Oh, okay, I, okay. It but also yeah. could be that you had searched for it at one point in the past. You just didn't think about it because sure. you had mentioned it today. Yeah. That just, being said, though, I do, I do think that they the phones probably sitting there listening to us you know it's interesting because it's probably something you clicked on agreeing to the terms of that you didn't read that we all do most likely i will say that it's it's always been fascinating to me um listening to people speak like uh like edward snowden for example when he says you know if you're if your laptop computer or your computer at home uh, has a camera on it uh on the top let's which i mean let's face it the majority of of computers nowadays do have that. I'm staring at one right now. Um, but people are covering them with a, either a piece of tape or a post-it well, note. A halfway famous photo of Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. I just saw this. I just saw that his, picture. Yes. Yeah, it's been around for a little while. Yes. He has the microphone and the camera and, covered up. Yep, exactly. It's... <laughs> It kind of makes you think, Which though, doesn't it? No, but doesn't like, it make you think? My laptop has a little thing on it that you cover the camera with. Got a little thing on there? Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my goodness. Are you bone dry over there? You got uh, any more stories? <laughs> You told me to say it again, and you don't even say anything. What did you say? No, I'm not going to repeat myself. Well, no, you cut out. I didn't get any audio over here. I got nothing. You I cut out. said one word. What was the word? Hang on. I'm not going to say it again. You said pussy. It's in there. I bet it's in there. Nope. I bet it's in there mixed in with your voice. You so. said pussy, didn't you? Our listeners will hear it. Did you say pussy? Did you? You're breaking up over there. Oh, man. Damn it. Am I really? No. Damn it. Dick. <laughs> All right, peeps. Oh, my God. What's our uh, What's our phone number for the good peeps out there? 913-730-7255. Send us Say pussy it. pictures. Oh, send Koopsik some pussy pictures. Now you're just going to get fucking... I'm not a fan of cats, so they better not be cats. <laughs> you're just going to get a fucking slew of cat pictures now. <laughs> and I don't I don't really want any because I would probably just people would go on and find like gross pictures of them. Oh god. Some, yeah. Yeah, I definitely don't want to see that crap either. Bacon bread. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> literally. Sourdough. Damn it. Oh god. Oh God! Let's see. There was a guy that posted a couple of articles as comments to that article. <laughs> Let's see real quick here. Dude, I got go back. I got it now. Real quick. Let's see. The other headlines were: grad students make makes uh, grad student makes yogurt with her vagina. Uh. And then I'm a vaginal knitting performance artist. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Weaves her pubes together. Oh, that one's not so bad. <laughs> not so but bad. When the Cecilia Westbrook makes yogurt with her own vaginal bacteria. I can't even think straight when you say things like disgusting. that. Disgusting. Like People I know that up. even like. You remember the days of real sex on HBO where they had the lady that used cum for everything? No. Like brushing her teeth, washing her hair, no. washing her clothes, doing everything. Was this a scripted with... show or a real show? Like no, a, it was like... a real lady. A, 
This was so real sex was like a lot like a reality show where they went around and interviewed people yeah. or they did stories. There's almost a news story or news show, really, but it involved yeah. all topics on sex. There was once, and I believe it came from that show. I don't know because it was like 15, 20 years ago. But this lady used had jars of semen around her house. And she just used it for everything. Wow. Washing her face, cleaning her. She used it as shampoo, cleaning her clothes, Ooh. brushing Whoa. her teeth. Whoa. So this kind of stuff's been around for a long time. <sighs> Let me just ask. Cause I, People I, are I, gross. I People just have to know, gross. though, where does she acquire said baby batter? I have no idea. Like, where have do to you go where, and do your own research on that, Josh. It never said though in the in the story. It never said like where she gets. Like I said, it was twenty years ago, so I don't remember. That's a lot of baby batter. I mean, let's think about it. Let's think about it. She wasn't horribly. She wasn't a, even a little bit attractive. Not even a little right. bit. She was just nasty. That doesn't mean that she didn't have a man that was giving her that stuff. But let's be honest. She wasn't probably wasn't getting it in the mail. Oh God! Again, there's the FedEx guy with a cooler. <laughs> <laughs> knocking on your door. There he is. Oh my god, it's crazy. <sighs> I feel like I learned something. Go today. to prodbros.com and tell them we were talking about this. Tell them, yeah, that please you love. Their please network, tell you our love us and all our pussy and semen talk. <laughs> please, please go tell our network about that. Please, yes, please let them know. But all the pussy and semen. That was spewed all over the place today on the Ecto Show. Uh, hey, rate and review us on iTunes. How about that? <laughs> Fuck. Leave your recipes for whatever you feel like leaving on there as well yes, as a review. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my God. We're going to get some nasty shit this week, pal. Like, just oh, heads uh, up. Just heads up. Oh, my God. Good stuff. All right. fun episode. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. If you guys are, uh, if you're new to the show, God bless you. If you guys have been hanging out with us since the beginning, there's probably a special place in heaven for you. But uh, we do appreciate the hell out of you guys. Uh, thanks for sticking around and hanging out with us. We hope that you have a great rest of your day or your week or your night or whatever. And we'll talk to you all very, very soon. Peace out.